dual CCD, waterproofed, pinhole lens. Spy camera. Taking some very candid photos. Video, actually. Which one of them is a pervert? The guy who downloaded the most crap. What is good? Welcome to the live stream. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and donate. The preferred way of donating is hitting the stream last link in the chat. What's good? What's up? What's popping? Kyle Vanguard is trash. It keeps on freezing. Something about the CEO. Sexual harassment claims, so maybe they're backed up. What, nigga? Ah, oh, they switched the playlist. Now it's not ship house. It's just shipment 24-7. So it's hard to get into a game of Das House now. You know, I'd be rocking it on fucking Das House. But um, they brought Rebirth Island back to uh, fucking War Zones. Everyone's happy about that. I, didn't play, I played a little bit of Caldera, though, before the update. Then I was just chilling all day, listening to shit, rocking it. And in the end, that subreddit was defeated by a gate. Dude, they made a website, a forum for that subreddit. And all they talk about is this Patrick S. Tomlinson. I wonder if, do they realize how irrelevant and weird they've become, by the way? Like, that could have worked as an idea. The opianthonysubreforums.com or wherever. If they did... All they talk about is that Patrick guy. And no one knows who the fuck he is. They're not making waves in any way, shape, or form on anyone's radar talking about him. It's so fucking bizarre. It's really odd. Them niggas are nuts. Weirdos. <laughs> I've seen many come and go. Hopefully I'm not going to have to give this speech about the fighter and the kids subreddit. They're not nearly as dangerous as the Opie and Anthony subreddit was. But. The unfortunate thing for them, and a moderator who quit, by the way, said that he thinks that sub is going to get taken down. They don't do anything worthy of getting taken down. However, if someone puts in enough effort, you can take down any subreddit, unfortunately. But, holy, them niggas don't get fucked. They just hit 50,000 members. I just hit 20,000 subscribers on the main channel. 
which means nothing because I get my view. only thing that really matters is views. So, I mean, it's cool to hit 20,000, that nice round number, but I get paid off the views, not the subscribers. Patrice O'Neill made that show what it was. I listened to a bunch of Patrice bits today. <laughs> like, um, the best groupie one where I had to explain who Superhead was. Although, it, you, you find it weird how much Opie and Anthony fucking is responsible for everything you see now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I wanted to check out this video someone put in my goddamn uh, Discord. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I wanted to check out this video oh, no, someone... Not me. This video. What happened with the Amazing Atheist? TJ Kirk, the Amazing Atheist, um, did a video the other day. It popped up on my feed. Uh, his podcast, Deep Fat Fried, was banned from YouTube. And it was banned for an incredibly dumb reason. Take a look. Hello, everybody. Um, our December 1st edition of Flash Fried has been removed. Can everyone stop using the word banned, by the way? They got a community guideline strike, and that video was taken down. Hassan wasn't banned. He was suspended for a week. People just like saying the word banned because people are like, are they really gone? No, they just been suspended for a week. Not banned by YouTube for a supposed violation of their rules against misinformation. Uh, this is due to a satirical statement that Scotty made during the episode in which he facetiously doubted the veracity of the 2020 election. Our viewers know that we do not spread misinformation about the election and actively mock the radical right-wingers who do. We find it troubling that many channels on YouTube actively push election conspiracies without consequence Yet our channel receives a strike for a completely sarcastic and satirical statement. Well, then you're a fucking bitch. Well, then, you know what? I don't care. If you, act, if, if you actively want consequences for channels that don't believe the election, then, well, fuck you. Yeah, you spread propaganda yourself! <laughs> Why do people, like, really? So, people, by the way, you know my thoughts on the election thing. I'm not all the way there with the Trump people. I'm also not all the way there with the left side either. But why do people want consequences for shit people say? I don't get it. Ants live on Elijah Schaefer. Who the fuck is that? And why hasn't he been doing his show for two days? 
We are confident that this strike will be removed once we can penetrate deep enough into YouTube's so-called support system to actually speak with a human being. But we wanted you all to know what was going on, and we thank you for your attention and for your support. This is crazy. So, Scotty, TJ's brother, co-host on Deep Fat Fried. Paul Zigo is the other one, by the way. Um, he was being satirical, and he was playing the character of, like, the right-wing idiot. Yeah, was, we basically got that. All right, yeah. You're going to think, ah, oh, how can I leave and where should I go what stay? Are the what type of girlfriend would I, I know. want? Hey, that's, that's me. It's like when we're, we're, shop, we're couch shopping right now for yeah. the new house. And it's like, I'm like, can I sleep on this? Like, this is. Right, how does, right. So yeah. if, I, like, if, I, if I have to slam, yeah, a, if I slam a door you, and I have get, anger and then I get on this bed, will, is there a bounce? Yes. Will it catch get, me? That should be your first. <laughs> oh, Rittenhouse went on this show last week. Didn't he? Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, she checked the pulse first. My husband was out last night doing fentanyl with the Floyd family. Does anyone know how to wake him up? I think she means politically, and I'll send that to you, lads. How does she wake up her husband politically? I was thinking too. I was like, yeah, just tug him. You know, get up. I think that it's just you talk about it subtly, right? Like you talk about, and I don't think you ever want. Uh, yeah, you can go check that out now. I think I'll wait for the video tomorrow because it's mostly just Aaronberg babbling. <laughs> uh, I wanted to get into the Opie thing now. Oh, Opie had some shit to say during his car live stream. Look at him. Look at him. And those heavy set of titties. I don't question what you believe. Uh, Jay Moore. I haven't talked to Jay Moore in, um, man, I don't know, 10 years maybe. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. You know, people You know, people move on with their lives, right? I guess when you're in the public eye, everyone just wants you to stay exactly the same. What the but fuck ever happened to Jay Moore? I think I remember that nigga in was like, Street Kings. I think he was talking about it on Opie and Anthony. Dude. When Kyle Rittenhouse was on, I was like, yo, those hosts really like to talk. And I really don't find them funny. But <laughs> it's just me. So like I'll check out Kumi on there maybe tomorrow. Uh, but just like your life, you know, you got people that come and go and and you're friends with or what, for whatever reason. And then next thing you know, you know, you move on and you got new friends and stuff. But when you when you're in the public eye and when you were part of a massive radio show, everybody just wants everything to stay exactly how it was. 
when they were enjoying the radio yeah, okay. show. But uh, the fact is, I didn't have a lot in common with Jay Moore. I liked him. I liked when he came on and did radio. Um, we didn't really hang out a lot outside the show. I mean, every once in a while, I would go see his stand-up, and we would laugh like idiots in the green room, stuff like that. But I hate to break it to you, but a lot of these guys that you heard on the radio show, we, we weren't actually friends friends with. I mean, I guess we gave that a uh, that illusion because they were regulars on the radio show. But when the radio show was done, there were a lot of people I r- would rather hang out with that had nothing to do with the uh, the Opie and Anthony world. Nameless, faceless people that, for the most part, aren't even really worth bringing up on the live stream because you would know nothing about them. Every once in a while, I bring up a story because it's it's worth bringing to the uh, the table. But Jay Moore didn't write Suicide Kings; he was just in it. Suicide Kings is a dope movie, though. Look at this idiot, Dan. Yeah, things. Yeah, because things have been so good since on A ended. It, it's been great for me. Maybe not so great for you because your your radio show went away, but. My life got way better after Opie and Anthony. Way better. Did it? I could I could easily say that. Way better. Then there was a couple bumps in the road when two guys that I really, really loved, uh, not in that way, relaxed, but I loved them like brothers. And they reminded me why I got into radio in the first place, and they made it fun again for me. You know, both of those guys died. But besides that, my life is way better since the uh, the Opie and Anthony uh, thing ended. See, the weird thing is, Dan, you're not in my you're not in my life. You're not in my life. You're not in my day to day life. I I bet you don't know much about me. You only know what I offer up to you when I was doing the radio show. But I hate to tell you this, but I have a whole life. By the way, Opie is obsessed with being big and huge, so he's lying. His life isn't better since the radio show is over. It's worse. What is he talking about? He's saying stupid shit. A a majority of my life you'll never know about. Never. I know that's hard for you to believe, but that's that's how it works. I'll turn this live stream on. You know... On a regular basis, uh, I, I do this maybe four or five times a week, talk for an hour, and then guess what? Then I turn this off, and I have a whole life that you don't know anything about. Nothing. I barely talk about my kids. I talk about them in very broad strokes. Talk about my wife in very broad strokes. I hang out with people and my friends that you'll never meet. You'll never know about. So, yes, my life has gotten way better since... Uh, the By the way, I have a theory about Opie's wife. And why she hasn't left. This done, old, dry hair mess of a man. I have a theory. Anthony's show ended. I realized that I stayed in a situation that I wasn't happy about for a very, very long time. Because I was being driven by uh, more ego than true self, if you really need to know. Because I had to uh, really work on myself after the show ended. 
and you, you realize that fame and money chasing that is just a bunch of horse shit in the end. We all want money, of course. But to what extent is the question? Now, if I ever hit again, I will be uh, <laughs> broad strokes. Brandon Hollinger just writes. Brandon Hollinger just writes broad strokes with a with a laughing emoji. <laughs> Josh one hundred six. You could easily have made up with Jim and Aunt, and I reckon you all going to compound would have been best for you all. Uh, no, that would have fucking really sucked. God, Josh, this is crazy. What do you guys, you guys don't understand anything, do you? Jim and Anthony should have uh, worked together many, many years ago. There's, it's really strange that they don't to this day. I guess, I guess Ann helps with that stupid, ridiculous uh, cartoon crap that Jimmy does, but but I'm talking about a real traditional radio show. Uh, if they were so great together, why aren't they doing it? That's weird to me. And why would it have been good to, for me to go over there, Josh? Oh, my God. I can't do this. So what you're saying is you add nothing, which I disagree with. And at the time, Opie did say this when they were fighting before Anthony got fired with the company, if we left and did a podcast, we would be the biggest podcast. And they would have been. First step to redemption for Opie reach to Kyle. No, not reach to me. Don't give me a reach around. Oh, you want to get in a theory? Here's my theory. Um, when Opie got married, what year was this around? 2008? It was like 2008, right? So, um, rich, successful dude. I think in his 40s. Young, hot chick from Philly. Heard all of Ant's divorce horror stories. Why that bitch hasn't left him? I bet you Opie made that wife of him, of his, sign a prenup. Not just a prenup, though. A prenup, you can't divorce me. Meaning, if you divorce me, you don't get shit. If we have kids, you don't get shit. I bet you this nigga made her sign the prenup of prenups. There's no reason for this woman to be with this homeless man. When she can divorce him right now, she's like literally 20 years younger. I would assume still hot. Get the kids, the house, more than 50% of the paycheck. He made this bitch, cause he remember, heard all of Anthony, all of it, all of his shit. I bet you he made that bitch sign an amazing prenup. Nothing good would have came of that.
I get it. We had a very, very popular. I mean, like, real talk. If you walked by Opie's car, you would think a Chinese guy is delivering Chinese food the way his eyes are looking right now. There's no way this chick is in love with the Opster at this point. And especially since he got fired, he's home all the time. We heard that rumor from Bret Hart. Me and my wife had a great relationship. Then I got fired. I was home all day and we clashed. He made her sign an amazing prenup. He had to have. Yeah, smart guy too. Smart guy for doing it. After hearing Anthony's thing and agreeing with Anthony the entire time, then in 2009, like a decade after or eight, a decade after Anthony got fired and he got married, you don't think Opie made her sign a prenup? I bet you he made her sign probably one of the greatest prenups ever. comes home she's a sale yeah exactly he probably got this bitch on an amazing pre the only, the best prenup i've seen publicly so far was the mel gibson one you know that oxana bitch not only didn't get shit she had to pay shit that's how fucked that bitch got and she like tried exposing that nigga but she wanted howard stern <coughs> I don't know if he was engaged to Rick Delgado's sister. Maybe he was. But by the time you hooked up with that bitch, um, I bet you Opie's wife, in order to be Opie's wife, had to sign an amazing prenup. It's probably written in there. She's going to blow him four times a week. Because usually what fucks over a prenup, by the way, is, um, all right, we got a prenup, but we got kids. All right, she doesn't get divorce and alimony money, but you still got to pay child support. You probably figured that in. You loved it. Mrs. Uh, Dez told me this morning, I'm tired of waking up because I just play YouTube shit to go to bed to. I'm tired of waking up to Mel Gibson yelling at his wife because <laughs> it's a great thing just to throw on as you're about to go to bed because it's five hours long. <laughs> you had to sign a pre-nut. He's stupider than I'm going to credit for successful radio show that made a lot of people happy i understand that but the fact is like it's over johnny it was over way before anthony blew himself up in the end uh anthony ended the opiate anthony uh era not me and it was over before he blew himself up my 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 friend and i understand you want everything to go back to how it was because you remember all the good times i get it but like i said earlier uh people change people move on People grow. That's why it, it always uh, sucks when your favorite band puts out new music after a while. You're like, oh, my God, just play the hits. Why am I at this concert listening to their new album? It stinks. That's what we're doing now. 
No, it's like you went, you're the guy in the band who went solo. I'm not fielding any more ONA crap. Uh, Josh, all right, I'll end with you, Josh. Uh, you all worked well. You all separating apart didn't work, and you know that. None of you work well by yourselves, but together you all worked worked great. Okay, so what does that mean? I'm not allowed to move on with my life. I, I know what I'm doing now it, it has success. It doesn't have Opie and Anthony success. It has zero success. But this video has 400 views and has been up for 12 hours. And you have 133,000 subscribers. That's why I said earlier, ooh, I crossed 20,000 subscribers. That means subscribers mean nothing. The only thing that matters is views that you get paid off of. You got 133,000 subscribers. This video has less than 500 views. It was dropped 12 hours ago. There's zero success. And it, it actually, this is an embarrassment. It's embarrassing. Like I said to Sam Roberts, um, you want to get re-signed by Sirius? Delete every video you've done in the past three years. Because I, if I was an executive at Sirius and I stumbled upon one of your videos that has fucking 50 views, like, why are we paying this guy this? But what it has is my own happiness. Who cares, Josh? I don't need to have a giant radio show for the rest of my life with guys I don't like and guys that didn't like me for a, a big part of that run. Why would I do that? I was brought up poor. So in the end, if I have no money, you weren't brought up poor. You're brought up upper middle class, but your family had seven kids. So you're like lower middle class. Like, Opie's family had money. The problem is they had so many fucking kids. They had to spread around so much. But, oh, oh, trust me. Opie's parents had money. They just had too many goddamn kids. He wasn't poor in any way, shape, or form. That's why he hates the rich kids. He went to the same school as them. Uh, sorry to ask, why do you like Xbox or on PS4? Or do you have a, I have an Xbox, I have a PS4. I like my daughter on a Christmas list wrote PS5. Said, sweetie, I like to get one too. <laughs> but, um, uh, the new ones, I don't care. I have a gaming PC. Uh, I just like the Xbox controller more. Although you can get it the third, uh, the controller I like more. The layout of the Xbox controller, that's why. And that, there's definitely a, a possibility that that could happen. I, I know how to live. I know how to live that way as well. Grab up for lunch. Uh, highly disagree. Norton never worked with ONA. For my taste, I mean, you know, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of work. Jimmy's Jimmy's very, very talented, but it was a lot of work. Having three is uh, 
not good. Although then I had three, sort of three plus, but the the nucleus of uh, the well, show. Hope you should have did was pull a Howard Stern. Why when he hired Anthony to go with him? Still should have just called the Opie Show, and Anthony was just a co-host. But Opie was rightfully so generous and called it Opie and Anthony. Rightfully so. The time I had the ego to Howard Stern. Shared it. Uh, Joe, I did after Opie and Anthony, me, Carl, and Vic. That was another threesome, and... um. And it fucking worked, man. God damn, did that work? No, it didn't work. Even Carl, that didn't work. Aaron Lee, listening to Opie ran in his car for an hour is better than anything anyone else is doing. I would say so. I flip around the radio dial. Yeah, you think. Well, I got one more thing to say about the Opie thing. We're in a shot. We'll be right back. Play this. Well, unfortunately, I had to bury Obi. I had to bury Obi. Oof. You fucked over Carl. You fucked over Carl. And Carl died hating you. By the way, I have info for Mrs. Mrs. Carl. I've checked out podcasts. No one's really doing anything that special and different out there. <laughs> Look at this idiot. Why was it over before Ant got fired? Because Jim and Ant were having fun without you and Ant didn't visit your house. It's, there's way more to it than that, you lunatic. The, how I how I judge whether something was working or not was I was the one that had to go and deal with the bosses on a regular basis, and I was the one that knew that we were losing the uh, audience share dramatically. If you want the real answer, you dummy. And then Anthony ranting and raving about blacks and guns every day, it kind of split our audience. You idiot! There's a real answer, you dummy. And they thought they knew better, so that you know they were pushing me out more and more. And in the end, they didn't know better. They didn't know better. Reformed, you dummy. I like to deal with real facts, real shit. The bosses told me that the show was over before Anthony got let go. That we were losing a lot of uh, a, a lot of our audience share. A lot. It wasn't the same. If you like those two together, God bless you, and I have no problem with that. But I do find it weird they never, ever work together again on a real, actual radio show. You know, they do this and that here and there, but they never committed to each other. I wonder why that is. I wonder. DL, for $2, I'll answer this for $2. You got to go... Ooh, it depends, man. You know, the days when I uh, definitely did my my partying, not that I was a huge partier ever. You know, when you're hungover, Chinese food over Japanese food every single time. We all know that because of the salt. Right. Well, both have the salt, the salt content. 
But re regular. Are you? You're talking about chink food? Are you delivering it? You look kind of chinky, nigga. Nava Opie! Alright, well, uh, I wanted to check out this AIU video. Still on crackers. I'm the type of bitch, Okay, I'm here to talk about the fallout, the aftermath of Crackergate, which has weirdly and autistically started a conversation about what is racism? Here's an intriguing question. Is it racist to use a racial slur against a race? Hmm, I don't know. Well, here's the curveball. What if the race is the fucking whites? I mean, I kind of want to. I kind of hate them and I want to disparage them. So can't I use words that will hurt them? I mean, none of the words really do because there's really nothing behind it, but I still want to be a dick and I want to disparage their race. I mean, it is commonplace, it's everywhere. So why can't I do it? I cannot believe a story like this, as stupid as the entire thing is, has made it to like NBC News. Hassan Piker says Twitch banned him for using derogatory term for white people. Piker, who has more than 1.6 million followers on his account, Hasanabi said he wants Twitch to make a decision about the word's acceptability. Well, didn't they? They kind of did. They were saying you can't use it. Hassan Piker, one of the most prolific streamers on Twitch, which is astonishing, said Monday evening that he was banned for using the word cracker during a live stream. I like how everyone is pretending like this is some 50-50 or like a gray zone issue. Like, should we even be offended by Cracker? Piker, who has more than 1.6 million followers on his account, Hasanabi, and spends hours each day talking about politics and news from a leftist position, <laughs> really, addressed being kicked off the platform in a YouTube video Tuesday. And we're going to go over the most recent video he put out, which was atrociously bad, shocking, saying he feels the platform is taking a cowardly position by not immediately commenting on why his channel was banned. Well, he found out pretty quick, and I'm sure he has some people on speed dial over there, so you're calling them a coward? I think you're just upset, Hassan. They don't want to come out and say, anti-white racism is unacceptable on this platform, and that's why we are banning the usage of the term cracker, Piker said, because they know they would get clowned on by like 99% of the media that isn't predominantly focused on random weirdos that spend all their time in their mother's basement talking about the ethics of being able to use Ew, they did boomer, mother's basement that's a boomer line use the c word versus how they should also be able to say the n word as well okay that is such an incredibly muddled and pointless thought uh, it's astonishing how his sentences ramble and go nowhere and are based on nothing so let's just look at that. What you need to understand the first part of this, I'll give you the subtext of what he's saying. They don't want to come out and say anti-white racism is unacceptable on this platform. And that's why they're banning the usage of the term cracker. Because if they were to come out and say something as audacious as and stupid and irrelevant as, oh, we're against anti-white racism, everyone would clown on them. Because of course you should be allowed to be racist to whites. 
You know, the fucking whites, they did the slavery, you know, they're kind of the enemy, fucking whites. And then he twists this in the second part of this paragraph and he goes, a bunch of people, white people, are in their mother's basements talking about the ethics of being able to use the C word versus how they should also be able to say the N word. So this is a dude, first of all, black people in the N word are not a part of this conversation. This is absurd. If I sit there on Twitch and go, hey, uh, what are you chinks uh, talking about? You're a bunch of chinks. And then someone goes, Devin, that's a racist slur towards Chinese people. And I go, yeah, well, what? It's not as bad as N-word. Do you realize like uh, black people like went through slavery and like the N-word was used a bunch back then? So what, you're saying chink is as bad as n It's the weirdest defense in the world. No one's talking about the fucking N-word. But he hides behind it because it's like the shield. It's Captain America's shield of white guilt. So it's like, bring up blacks. What? So Hassan's like, oh yeah, I was racist to whites. That's true. I'm using a racial slur. But remember the N-word? You know, N-word, that's pretty bad. Thanks, Hassan. Who cares? Twitch did not immediately respond to NBC News' request for comment. Piker also did not immediately respond to a request for a follow-up interview. Cracker is a term often used to insult a white person. Although antiquated, antiquated, it's used every day. The word is believed to derive from the... By the way, it is stupid to ban someone from using the word cracker as a racial slur, but quid pro quo, I guess. I think it's all dumb to ban anyone for anything. Term whipcracker. That's not even true. And also, it doesn't even matter if that's true. The connotation is everything, and the connotation is derogatory. And also, newsflash, to be a whip-cracking slave owner is an insult. NPR reported versions of the term as an insult appear to date back even further to William Shakespeare's King John, in which a character uses the uniquely spelled cracker. A2 cracker? Piker used the word during a sign-off of his stream on Monday while talking about how two of his moderators, also Twitch users, who help him run his channel, had been banned for using it. During the stream, Piker said he's been called a cracker more times than every single one of you. Wait a minute. He said every single one of you pasty motherfucking crackers. Referring to people commenting in his channel's chat. Okay, but what does that even mean? Another weird defense. It's okay that I call people cracker because I've been called cracker? That's like <laughs> Rosenbaum saying, it's okay that I molest kids because I was molested as a kid. No, it's not okay, Joseph Rosenbaum. Oh my God, this is fascinating. Piker oh, then that? told his followers to stop crying about this term. Yeah, guys, there's no crying in racism. You know, there's no crying in baseball and there's no crying in racism. Just let me be racist to you, you fucking crackers. Adding that his followers must recognize that his moderators, who are people of color and used the word, have been historically oppressed. Oh my god. So the bad defenses of this get even worse. It's fascinating. The funniest thing, Hassan's defense is, I'm white, right? I'm white. Hassan thinks he's white. <laughs> You're a Muslim! He actually paused, thought about this, decided to no say it out loud. The two white. moderators who got banned for using Trust the- Trust me, when you get on the flight, we're checking your shoes, nigga. Word cracker, it's okay that they did because they're black. They're people of color. Uh, now listen to me. <laughs> An adult like myself might have to stop and explain to him that it makes no difference. The color of the person using the slur, no difference whatsoever. In fact, it makes it worse that they're people of color calling a white person a cracker, if anything. The point is, don't be racist, don't use the slur. But in his world, saying that his moderators were of color, 
gives them a cracker pass where it's like, oh, of course they can use racial slurs against a white dude. They're the good people of history, the oppressed. They're people of color. Now, there's a, a clip. Watch this Turkish dude. There's a Turkish streamer reading Hassan saying that very thing in a tweet, and he doesn't comprehend it because it's incomprehensible as a defense for having used the word cracker, but watch anyway. So here's his tweet. It said, absolutely insane that Twitch banned two of my mods for using the word cracker. One of them is black and the other is brown. Does Twitch actually believe cracker is a slur? <laughs> well, Webster's Dictionary and everyone on the planet for the past hundred years, if not longer, yeah, it's a slur. I mean, that's why you used it. I like how he's playing dumb. He's like, what? It's a slur? Dude, that's why you constantly use it. Okay. But what I don't understand is I thought the C word was racist against uh, white people. Why does it matter if his mods are black and the other is brown? What? That... Okay. You said that lefties are all this. You didn't complain about anything. You cultivated this. You faggot lefties. And right now you got banned. Oh, you cultivated this thing. You don't get to argue. You made it this way. You made it, oh, someone said the bad word, you're gonna get banned. You just made it this way. Why are you arguing the way you made it? Like I said, the funniest thing, they'll all destroy each other. The sun will last, by the way. Early year. Then some chick, welcome ours. Some chick will say, Hassan fingered me. There's one child's huge mansion. He'll get canceled. He'll get fucking nobody, too. What do they do to each other? They all grift it on the left. But, well, I'm going to have The left, the greatest grift I've ever seen. The greatest grift ever. The left is on the internet. You got to do shit until you're for shit. It's not going to happen. And they've had these debates internally, like Destiny and them. Alright, well, we're all multi-millionaires, but we can hate multi-millionaires or still be them. In our respect, and I hate to say this, I hate conservatives. But when Ben Shapiro tells Dave Rubin, hey, I can't go to your fag wedding, I kind of respect that. I don't like it, I don't agree with it, but Gotta respect it. But when Lefty says, you know, leftists, I'm for unions, you know, company, I gotta crush the unions. Every lefty is a grifter. And our rich white kids, anyway. It's like saying one has a car and the other one has a bicycle. Like, it has nothing to do with this. Right? Or am I, am I misunderstanding? No, you're not. He's that dumb. I mean, the one defense you could trot out is if his mods were white and they're calling the guy a cracker. And it's like, oh, it's said in jest. It's like, hey, my nigga, my cracker. I mean, 
if the context of it was that, which it clearly was not, then yeah, you could be lenient. You could be understanding of the social situation. That's just a use of dark humor. It's sarcasm. It's not meant to hurt. This is not that at all. It would have made more sense if he said both of his mods are white, right? Like people say that uh, someone used the N-word, uh, but both of my mods who said it were black or something, right? That would have made sense. This makes absolutely no sense. I know. It's incredible. And then there were other takes on it, which I want to get into. Here's one from, who's that lisping bitch? Um... <coughs> Emma Vigland, watch this. Both banned from Twitch. Vox said that the ban was indefinite, no less. Proud of Twitch for finally taking a stand against anti-white racism. <laughs> and this dork laughs that off. Like, <laughs> racism is funny. Right, so the deluge, the avalanche of anti-white racism out there, which leads, by the way, to violence and will lead to more and has already caused a huge ton of violence, hate crimes, etc. This dude, it's a joke. It's a joke to him. These are the anti-racists of the world. You had one job. If you are anti-racist, you had one job, you failed at that one thing. You couldn't not be racist. Amazing. Now, some reactions here. So Emma Vigland, I think this is right on point. She says here, these platforms are desperate to both sides, the racism. What is this white thing? self-hating. Now, I know it's the only white people who self-hate are rich white people. But the, they don't ha they don't hang out with black people or minorities. What is that about? And in my fantasy King Kyle's kingdom, uh, you might be the biggest threat. Cause no other race does what you dudes do. You hate yourself. What's that about? What is that? Both sides? Well, yeah. As in, don't be racist to blacks or whites. I mean, yeah. Let's do that. Conservatives are intrinsically more likely to violate terms of service, so tech overcompensates and cracks down harder with leftists. Total bullshit. It's the same way cable news approaches issue framing. They manufacture a moral center. Uh, so she's morally very centered and she understands that the true nuance of this, you know, using racial slurs against white people, for some reason, you cannot just come out and condemn that. Like how easy is this of a thing? I mean, put it this way, when Asian people were recently attacked and they're always attacked by bleeps and a hashtag came out and stop Asian hate. And what did these people do? Well, they panicked because bleeps were the one doing it. And so they pivoted to, ah, it's actually white supremacy that is doing it, even though, no, it's not white people attacking Asians. But you could just come out and go, yeah, I'm against anti-Asian racism. I'm against racism. I mean, if you say I'm against racism to certain races, but not to one, you're not anti-racist. You are a racist. I mean, you're like a repugnantly stupid racist and a pompous, pretentious racist because you don't have the integrity to admit what you are and instead try to hide and pretend that you are this great calibrated moral being when you're a freaking clown. This is so well said. This manufacturing of the moral center we see all the time. The way the, way the right plays victim over every little tiny thing. Right, so the projection is insane. The hypocrisy is insane. You guys invented victim culture. 
outrage culture. That's what you do. That's all you do. And every word is policed. Every hint of racism towards anyone outside of white people, and you guys are up in arms. A crackhead who dies of a fentanyl overdose, you view that as racism, and you go, oh, remember slavery. Okay, but there's some other tweets here that deserve a mention. And let's start with one of my tweets. And it's a shout out to Don Sargoon. And I'd say this, all of this Crackergate stuff has made me recall that all these Spurgs freaked out when Don Sargoon called some alt-right guy a white N-word. They gleefully laughed as he was banned from Patreon for that. But now, when it's one of their guys, racial slurs aimed at whites is fine. So how dumb is it? And how obvious is it that they have no principles? That Don Sargoon called an alt-right guy a white N-word. He goes, hey, you're acting no better. You're like a white N-word, basically. If Don Sargoon had instead said, you're a cracker. Hey, cracker. They all would have been fine with it. Totally fine with it. But you call him a white N-word and they're like, nope, the word N-word was used. So if I heard the word N-word, then I got to freak out. And oh my God, remember slavery? I'm so guilt-ridden. I mean, it's all just weakness and autism. It's weaktism. Now, it's weird because they used to say the N-word all the time. Like the Young Turks, they'd say it with glee. They'd say it easy. Now, every time they did say it, they'd bring it up and like traumatize the world and their audience, but then they'd immediately condemn it. But oh, it slided off their tongues quite easily. Watch this. Niggerland. What? Hey, nigger. Let's go hang some niggers. He doesn't acknowledge what a nigger he is. Literally, as I said in the beginning, shoot the nigger. I hate niggers. That is all. By hating all the niggers. It's actually going to give you a short trial before we hang your nigger ass. It is called niggerhead. I get a little of that lazy nigger. Where we just pick any nigger we liked and said, that's our boy. I want to know why you think you can coach these niggers. The old nigger in the yellow jersey. It's the niggers he doesn't like. Niggers. There's a nice yeah. retreat up there. I go, uh, the niggerhead. It's awesome that it's called niggerhead. You got to say it. Nigger Hill Cemetery. Nigger. And... I I apologize, I know these are like difficult words to hear, but words like nigger and fag, nigger. You niggers are why I lost my job. He only shot a nigger. Run, nigger, run. Yeah. Nigger, yeah, nigger this or nigger that. Okay, so they're like, all right, all right, you cover that Jerry Rice looking nigger. Whatever, niggerhead. N nigger. Nigger lake. He canceled his weekend at Niggerhead Ranch. His ranch was called Niggerhead. Fucking Jews and niggers. Nigger lover on it. Which is better, nigger or cracker? It was apparently called niggerhead. Oh, you're a nigger? Doing fucking nothing and being a lazy nigger. They were nigger lovers. It don't give a nigger time to learn his lesson. White crackers. Yeah. Does that mean that we can say black niggers? There will never be a nigger. This is why I watch AIU, people. You love this. Yeah. I tell people. How do you follow a right-wing people? He's a leftist. He's not, he's not, a, you know, the fag SJW leftist. He's just a dude. But this is why you follow AIU. Get this gold. In SAE. Little niggers around town. But now this nigger wants to get married yes. to a white girl and I gotta do that cake for him? So Jenk came in with a horrendously predictably bad tweet. And it says, so Vosh and Hassan are suspended from Twitch for using the word cracker because it's apparently derogatory. Like, uh, what? <laughs> Look at him playing dumb. Like he doesn't know cracker is derogatory. The dude's in his 50s. <laughs> Fucking clown. Um, is it? <laughs> Look at him. How many people have been adversely affected 
because people thought they were a cracker. Adversely affected? Uh, everyone who has received that slur was adversely affected by the slur. So it's a term meant to bully and intimidate and be mean and diminish someone, dehumanize someone. It's a racist slur. Every time it was used, it had that effect. Now, some white people don't really care because there's no punch behind it because essentially, and I've said this before, you're calling them a white... No, you calm down. We're getting them technically. For some reason, we don't know why Twitch technically tried to enforce the rules. Although the rules suck. But the rules suck, but they're just a, they're technically enforcing us. Glad for that. Let's not justify why Cracker should get you banned. It shouldn't. And Cracker is different. From the N word, technically. Sorry, it is different. However, what Hassan was doing, just going, you you shouldn't be allowed to do that, though. And that's the difference. See, it goes on a cracker and a nigger. There's a difference. However, leftists shouldn't be able to really say, I'm going to cracker, and you can't call me nigger. Like, they can't use it as, um, I get to do it, but you don't get to do it. That's why it should be cracked down on. Because there shouldn't be this thing, um, I get to shit on you, but you can't shit on me. And that's why it should be cracked down on. Because I never got that. And we went through these debates before. Remember the Kendrick Lamar thing, the shame example, and the other thing, but... Like, white people can't say the N-word. Was it all complaining, by the way? When they catch a white dude saying the N-word, they say, he knows the difference between the R and the A. When they catch someone using an A, they'll say the same thing. But, um, yeah, there is a difference. And, uh, you don't get to use both arguments person you're like hey white person now you're trying to disrespect them like hey white boy or hey cracker and jenk does it all the time he was just talking about stupid white face but white people tend to have such good self-esteem and momentum in the success of their lives that they just don't care we're not riddled with self-doubt about our identity so jenk goes zero uh, the word's totally harmless does anyone even know what the stereotype for that is so this is funny man so jenk will be the first one to tell you the black stereotypes he knows them all like he'll he'll bring up the word savage or monkey or lazy or stupid like he'll just it's incredible like no one has brought it up he'll bring it up so what's the stereotype for cracker i don't know uh boring uncool bland without spice without swag generic uh racist evil like there's a lot of fucked up things that people refer to white people as and this guy's like huh what like what is this not even a thing guys but you have to understand you know they go after white people constantly and their anti-white racism is on display and it's there forever i mean it's beyond absurd but also check this we live in a world where the overton window on anti-white racism has been shifted comedy central with the backing of stephen colbert executive producing, you know, they put out this Charlemagne the God show, which is literally the most racist show in the history of television. And it's just constant anti-white propaganda. 
And he uses the word cracker in particular over and over and over again. I mean, this is like the bizarro world minstrel show of anti-white shit. That's the flip-flop. And they're like, oh, sweet. This is the correction that history needed. So they do segments like this. There's a civil war going on. Only this time it's with good white people and cracker ass crackers. And the crackers have got to go, okay? I was sitting in this show is not still on right now. I thought y'all were- When did, is this new, is this new? Holy is it new. This ended, right? You tried it, why is he in the video game here, by the way, you're not playing video games. I don't agree with that. Uh, by the way, I'm going to say cracker a lot. This show is over. By the way, Charlemagne. you never quite that guy. I mean, you made it where you're going to make it. And you made out of show you are. This is a new show? I think, uh, uh, yeah, you're not that guy. You're not going to watch your show. Look weird. By the way, anytime you bat on one, they're going to bring up your rape to a fucking 10-year-old and you send water things, so you can't even bat on anyone. That's the weird thing about a show, I mean, do. You can never get into a real battle because <laughs> it brings up, like, you... And I don't know about charges or anything. I don't know real it is or not. Charges or not. Um, is this actually a real show? Is there anything against this? They just accuse you of being fragile? Not tonight. In fact, I got my very own J. Edgar Hoover cracker counter popping up throughout this episode because I want y'all to know exactly how many times I said it so you know what level of online... Wait. Is this a new show? Is... No, this is shocking. I got a commentary. Is TV trying to mock the internet? You have a TV budget. Do a TV show. Don't make it look like you're in a video game chair. What? You can just do it on your own. What the fuck are you doing? I'm still not watching an old video. I'm outraged to be at, okay? <laughs> but before you get the thumb thugging all over Twitter, I didn't invent the word. I don't know who did. But Dana St. Clair, a white man, who literally wrote the book on crackers, and I know y'all love listening to white men, says that in the 1800s, writers in the North started using the term cracker as slang for slave drivers who were literally cracking whips over the backs of black folks. And by the 1940s, cracker became a handy way to describe bigoted white people. Crackers are cowards, by the way. How do I know? Because they always hiding under sheets. <laughs> Low thread count ass crackers. So then we get the Jewish Argentine, David Pakman, who comes in and <laughs> sprinkles a little common sense on this. So David Pakman, yeah, he's on the left. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, kind of a bird. He's a guilty dude. Cause his whole family were Nazis. And is Jewish. He's Jewish, right? 
his name's not Julie. They were packing the early Julie. Because his family, you know that thing where Argentina and Nazis go over there? His whole family is Julian. He's way. They were packing. S.S. Packman. S.S. Packman. Who went to Argentina? S.S. Packman. Uh, I think they were Packman Hitler Jr. S.S. Packman over here. Oh, you can see, I'm a Jew, you're not a Jew in any way or form. You're not Jewish. The SS nigga took a chick and they went to Argentina. Anyway, my doctor, my dad's a doctor in Argentina, remember? <laughs> David Hacken. Oh! Somebody, I don't want to talk about. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, okay. Fucking Spanish. I'm holding this frostbite out of school. Well, uh, 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 I was interested in holding it out. And uh, you may be friends of your Vanguard. Who's thinking of Vanguard? Like, dude, the two chicks keep inviting me. And I drop 100 kills, they got no kills. So. <laughs> Alright. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Ernie bro dude, but he draws the line here. He's not gonna stand up and, well, A, he's not gonna pretend Cracker isn't a racial slur, and he's not gonna be in favor. Is showing the god doing a show out of a video game here? Is he because I got another channel? Is that the direction they made you go in? Not only throwing that shit show. Well, it's just hard to podcast and do it yourself. Is Charlene the God doing I sit in a video game show show? Is he actually doing that? I don't know chat. Is he actually doing I sit in a video game thing? No, no, yeah, you should. Is he actually doing that? What are you doing? Charlene the God. No, no, no. Because if he is, that is the last. Of the radio contract. Not doing it? Hmm. What did I see? Well, when radio is dead. Radio is dead. You know what they want to do with radio? What they do with TV? They, um, I don't do anything, anything. You gotta buy a thing. Like a satellite to get TV in it. They might do that radio. But no one's on radio, so no one cares. Get around poor people, so look at them, but. I'm dealing with that. Wow, Charlemagne failed, though. They hit the great thing about Charlemagne, though. He made enough money in radio. You know, they were brilliant idiots without Charlemagne, though. Andrew Schultz explodes so much. We don't write idiots without Charlene. So I'm happy with what he got. As he should be, but do it all without him. And now uh, it's all Andrew Schultz shit. There's no such thing as charm and God shit. It's Andrew Schultz tattoo podcast to bring in idiots. And flagrant. That's the end of the show. Almost Charlie, not a brilliant idiot. You either. You tagged into a dumb radio contract. Charlie, who is your Oh, sorry. Andrew, who is your name? Oh, Charlie. And it fucked. I kept signing radio contracts. Mm. You know what? Charlemagne. Andrew Schultz won because he's funny, I guess. 
at stand-up and podcasting, which he is good at both. You know what? And I bet you say, fuck Charlamagne about Raka Akash. Who's singing too? Singer two is right now bigger than... No, tried to be a star. He failed, Stephen. In the war, he called out a Kwame Brown. Here's a problem. And this is the other reason why you're done, Charlie. Um, Andrew Schultz can't be with a partner who immediately breaks down how to do lawsuits when they call you out. You said to rape like a young girl or something. And I'm rude out. No, I don't know why I gave. <clears throat> Well, when they got that on you, and they starting lawsuits, yeah, the successful nigga Andrew Schultz can't be associated with you. You can't end up a battle or you're going to lose. Charlemagne lost, too. Hmm. Well, you lost, too. I thought he lost it. Oh, fucking weirdo. Favor of it. So, golf clap for David Pakman. Uh, yeah, but Jenk, it's a derogatory race-based term that refers to white people. Without question, it's not loaded historically with slavery or oppression like the N-word. Who's talking about the N-word? Who's talking about the N-word? So, see that? That's David Pakman still signaling to his audience. Look, I get it, guys. Like, slavery bad. Slavery bad. Like, N-word super bad. Bad. Incredible. But this is a terrible hill to die on. Defending its use is not something progressives should do. So that's a purity test from a dude with a smaller platform saying to the bigger platform man, you're not doing the right thing. This is a terrible position to take. This is not going to end well for us. Hey, it's fine to use racial slurs against white people. But this is what it's come to. Don't think this is out of nowhere. They've been... You know, we were. T uh, I was taught something that never happened. Mm -hmm. I was taught something that never actually happened. We were taught that the Republican Democrats switch sides. That never happened. Now you look back. And go, how could it happen? Use logic. Look at 9 11 happening, like, dude, we shoot missiles out of the top of the White House. You can't, because they shot missiles out of the building, of course. The sides never switched. No. The sides never switched. How could it? By the way, we look at logic. They switched. Do you think people who are pro-abortion became anti-abortion and vice versa? No. The sides have been the sides. No one said, hey, I'm anti-abortion. 
But now I'm a robot. No one's ever done that. You know, like all this. You're lied to. With this fake Southern strategy bullshit. The Democrats won the black vote. During the most hurt, worst of her ever. Black people also know black people. No twist signs. The people who are taxed them and not taxed. It's always been the same. Anti abortion, anti tax people, you know what? No problem. The wild taught. I was taught that one. I was taught in school. The party switched sides. The party switched no sides whatsoever. Well, the whole other thing is that faggot Pat Buchanan who went on his own. The part. Yeah, is so. They're against abortion and they're pro abortion. And the time goes on. But it is sort of leftist agenda. The party switched They switched on the side. They switched on sides. Nobody switched sides. anti-white racist for the longest all right not pacman as much but jank i mean are you kidding me are you fucking kidding me so for it to get condensed down into a word is a useful tool to realize that it's come to this point like wait what i can't call white people crackers <laughs> how about mayo monkeys you know, Twitter had to deal with this moral dilemma of having people on their platform openly call for the genocide of all white people. Hmm, should we leave that up or take that down? Or is it even racist? Because remember slavery. And then go do yourself a favor, go into that tweet from David Pakman and look at the replies. It is maddening.
and kind of went all night, but no. Yeah. Yeah, look at this. Pac-Man on the wrong side of an issue for a change. Guess it had to happen sometime. Often you see how whiteness influences the perspectives of well-meaning white progressives. <laughs> Wait, is David Pac-Man a white guy now? He's a Jew. In Dave's mind, it's principled, but blanket policy lacks historical... No, Pac-Man isn't a Jew. His grandfather, a Nazi, escaped Argentina. And cultural nuance needed for such an issue. Okay, so using the N-word is bad. You know, um, the Argentina made Jews come over here. Yeah, your SS grandfather thing with his Jew bitch to Argentina. You're white and your family is not the family. Packing. If you use cracker on white people. You have to factor in historical and cultural nuance. Oh, there's nuance to be had there. Unbefucking-leavable. And I like that. Insulting Pacman. He's like, you know, you know, he's a well-meaning white progressive, but clearly David Pacman is sticking up for the white man here. Right, he's not as principled as us, us progressives who like to say fuck whites. You know, we understand the historical reason, the justification, the nuance, cultural nuance, that lets us shit on whites. First time I've ever agreed with Jank on anything. How do you feel about mayonnaise? Ooh, that was painful. You're wrong on this one. Wait, is this ironic? LOL, okay bud. LOL, I like you David, but you're wrong. Look at this honky. Okay, so I mean, it's just... Like, you go down these rabbit holes and you... You just, you know, you want to blow your brain out. Whatever. Let's go to the horse's mouth. Hassan Piker, becoming famous for being racist. Amazing. White people are oppressed. Oh, really? Oh, here's the communist pivot. Just on the basis of class, not race. Oh, whiteness is a made-up concept by slavers who wanted to maintain arbitrary purity standards. So now he is just, look, I'm not being racist to whites. I'm just discrediting your entire race. I don't think it's a thing. White people, you don't have any biology. You have nothing in common with anyone else like you. You don't have an extended family. You don't have a heritage. You don't have common traits. You don't have a common culture. You are nothing, whites. Fuck you, is the message. And also, the one defining characteristic of being white is you owned slaves. You're the slave race. Sorry, the slave owning race. He doesn't understand like this is like a thousand times more insulting than the word cracker. Hey bleeps, look, I did, I called you a bunch of N-bombs, but like, it's not just that you're an N-bomb, it's that being black isn't a thing at all. Like you don't even, your race is not valid. I totally invalidate your group of people. And by the way, the one thing you're known for is raping babies. 
okay? You're the baby raping race and your race doesn't exist. And also you're an end bomb. Uh, me? Racist? Me? What? What? This is why the entire argument is stupid and you're upset about the wrong thing from a fellow cracker. <laughs> so fucking lame. So, hey guys, you're being oppressed because of the class system. Trust me, I'm a millionaire who bitches about the billionaires. Elon Musk was the time person of the year. That's fucked up. He's super rich. Kill the fucking rich, except for me. Don't kill me because I'm one of you guys, fellow cracker. So stupid. Whiteness is also a concept built around, <laughs> built around being the dominant in-group. Okay, this is where the conflation of white majority and white supremacy takes place. I mean, so apparently there's something wrong with having a bunch of one group of people in a place. But it doesn't apply in Turkey and it doesn't apply in Africa anywhere or Asia or Latin America. Just only in America. Life can be bright in America. If you can fight in America. Life is alright in America. If you're all white in America. Benjamin Franklin even considered Germans to be swarthy at the time. Yes. Okay, so. Irish people, what, what does that mean? Benja like Benjamin Franklin is like the arbiter of what a race is. Okay, yeah, Germans are different. Yes, now this is actual nuance. White people is not one group. We have subgroups within white people. It's actually very clumsy and stupid to just refer to white people as white people. What you have just done is knocked out all of the differences between Irish people, Italian, Polish, Jews, Jews. What? Okay, we're all oppressed as non-whites before being accepted in the dominant group. Okay, so everyone gets oppressed by everyone, but so what? I mean, so what? No one's oppressed now. That's the whole point. I mean, that's the uh, elephant in the room. Nobody is oppressed. There are... Have to take care of her mom. Are different groups. There is no technically some group called white people that anyone puts any stock into. And the only way that that group is being formed now is on the defensive because they're being attacked from the outside so often. So yeah, me and my Irish friend and my Polish friend and my Canadian friend and my Italian friend, we might now think of ourselves as a group because we're being attacked as that group. But all of our various heritage and ethnic differences still do matter and are of great importance to us. So that's not going to be lost anytime soon. It's like calling Asians Asian and forgetting the difference between Chinese, Korean, and Japanese. I mean, it's insulting. Here's a Jewish guy, Ethan Klein. He comes in, in whiteface, and he's super edgy. Here's what he says. Nobody was offended when I did what? All right. Um... We're gonna end it. You know, Donnie, so. We don't like to be sabotaged, though. Always fucking second. You don't ever know that, though. Um.
chilling. Let's shatter that be. that tomorrow. Okay. No, what I kind of said, nothing great. No, not right now. Can you wish this show were doing it? Is this a good show? That dude and his horrible chick on it. What is the show now? Well, I don't Right? They got 20% <laughs> off. I really, I really appreciate the gift. Well, Thank the Romans you. were part of... Um, <laughs> Uh, killing yeah, Christ too. Well, is the left chair network. How dumb are you? You left it over on Gas Digital. Major Cause? Because you know it's so laughable. By the way, come on, media people. You skipped two days at work on Aaron Berg, who left his network. He's thinking job. He, he's doing New Yorkshire tax purposes. You think he a studio there? I do want to question people's IQ. Garrett and them. I'm talking to Garrett. Garrett. I moved South Carolina. He's dedicated to move to the state. His wife got locked up in the forum. And they're gonna, uh, whatever. And they keep a tax purpose. And you. I can't, he can't be that dumb. Then by the house, it's over. And all I know to describe to you is he said. Kumia isn't a fucked up thing. Anyone who subscribed to Kumia for Kumia. Like I said, Gavin, AIU, and I think it was the same triple you hate rock and shit. You know, our channel would be AIU. The same but same stories. What else faggot anyway? Molesk kids and stuff, you know. So, I don't know, I don't think so. Yeah, this is a move. I just Good morning.
Look up and end your live stream. End your live stream. Well, give me your controller thing. It's on your side. I can't get it. Kyle, get up. Stop, stop being stupid. Give me a med bed. Give me the mouse right now. Give me the mouse over there on your side. Come on, Kyle. I gotta get up early. I don't have time for this. Somebody gotta get your kids ready for school. Come on. Yeah, okay. Not a cigarette. I don't want your cigarette. Get me the mouse. Kyle, you're being stupid. I can't do it. Kyle, get me the mouse on your side. Well, you'd be a mad idiot and like. Kyle, just hand me the mouse over there. Give it to me, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> 